Welcome to this God-inspired message from Shofar Christian Church. Enjoy today's message. May you experience the presence of our Father and may you grow deeper in your relationship with Him. Hello and welcome to Church at Home. It is such a joy and an honor to have you join us for this precious time together as we today spend time together in the Word of the Lord, as we ask the Holy Spirit to come and breathe upon our spirits to make His Word living and powerful, that we know that even today we will not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. It's great having you with us. I know, I trust that today somehow the Holy Spirit is going to inspire you. He's going to encourage you. Before we carry on, Let's take a moment in prayer and commit this time to the Lord. Lord Jesus, we're so thankful today that, Lord, in the midst of these turbulent times, we can still gather together in a unique way in the Spirit like this. Gather together around your Word. Lord, we would love to be able to gather together in person, but today we're thankful that we have your presence in our midst. So we commit this time to you. We pray, Spirit, come and speak to us. Holy Spirit, reveal the purposes of Jesus. Reveal the person of Jesus to us. Draw us closer to you. Make your will come to pass in our lives. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Can you believe we are heading towards the end of the year? And hope and pray that as the new year begins to dawn, we're heading towards the end of lockdown. That would be so amazing and as we head into 2021 i am excited by what the lord is going to be doing in our midst i know he's planning something there's something stirring in my spirit about what god is wanting to release over us around his purposes next year we're going to make a a big focus on leadership development specifically leadership development for younger people students 18 to 23 24 year olds and If you know of anybody who wants to join us in February for a whole month of intensive leadership development, it would be great if they could come and join us. The universities only start in middle of March, so we're taking February, committing it to the Lord, saying, God, build us, shape us, form us in that time. I'm talking about building, shaping, forming. I had the privilege, again, of in this week being at my youngest daughter this time there graduation is day that she finishes grade R and it's always such a beautiful time to have their little graduation um, those big cloaks on and everyone gets to stand up and say what do they want to be one day when they're big and it's a beautiful precious moment to see all of the future doctors and teachers standing up and the policemen and the armies the boys love being they all want to be army soldiers and vets and some standing up to say they want to be moms even one or two standing up that they want to be pastors it's so encouraging to see what just even at that young age the purpose that god is hidden within so many hearts but in the midst of all of these great professions there stood up one girl she simply said one day when i am big i want to be like god what an incredibly beautiful life's goal 
Imagine if you and I got up today and said, God, today I want to be like you. I want to reflect you, Lord. I want to represent you. I want to grow in godliness and in holiness and being like God. And so as I was even just meditating on that and had been praying for us, for this message, for what to share today, I just sensed God just wants us to take a moment to think about our godliness and a specific element of our godliness. We live in a world, I'm pretty sure that if you think of 2020, there is much that was unexpected and much probably if you look back that you can complain about, much that wasn't quite as you had planned it to be. And yet in the midst of all of this, I want us to take a moment and just think in our growth, in our own godliness of being thankful. And I want us today to Think just a little bit about our own thanksgiving. Watch this beautiful passage here in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. Always be joyful. Never stop praying. How's that for two beautiful verses? 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 16 and 17. Maybe some memory verses for you today. Easy to remember. First one, always be joyful. Verse 17, never stop praying. To that end, I just want to extend an invitation again. Come and pray with us. There are such beautifully precious moments, Monday evenings, as we gather together. We just come and we seek God's face. We ask Him what it is that's on His heart. As leaders, that's our primary, our first responsibility is to pray for the people that God has entrusted to us. Come and pray with us. Perhaps you want to grow even in leadership. Be there. I know you will be blessed and God will do something precious in your heart. And then verse 18, be thankful in all circumstances. For this is God's will for you who belong to Christ Jesus. I love working with young people and one of the things that we love seeing grow within people, I know part of the gifting that God has placed upon us as a church is to bring out the purpose in people's lives, for have, to have people line up with God's will for their lives. And so even in this passage, a lot of people would come in. We would have these conversations. We would pray through these. We would help people grow in God's purpose for their life. And one of the things that I always love to throw in there is to say, one of the things that God has purposed for your life is to be thankful in all circumstances. I wonder today what your life would look like, what our lives would look like if we were givers of thanks in a world of complainers. I'm not big on social media so much anymore. I used to really enjoy being able to see what's going on in the lives of the people that are a little bit removed from us. But so much today of social media has become complaining. I wonder what your social media looks like. It's always a great barometer of where we're at. Is go back and look at your own social media posts over the last week or month. Ask yourself, am I representing Christ and godliness? in what I'm sharing and posting and how I'm communicating, am I being thankful always, in all circumstances? As you look back over 2020, is your first reaction one of thankfulness or one of complaining? I honestly believe God would have us transform as believers to become givers of thanks, thankful people. We know that the gospel is countercultural. It's not countercultural to be deliberate, it's not countercultural because we simply want to be obtuse. It's countercultural because serving Jesus is contrary to serving the world. In a world where you are drawn to the lust of the flesh, the 
lust of the eyes, the pride of life. In Christ, we are drawn to life in the Spirit. In the world, we are drawn to self-fulfillment in the cross. And in Christ, we are drawn to self-denial that in losing our life, we find complete fulfillment. And so, in the same way as the world draws us to complain, I believe Christ would draw us to be givers of thanks, to be different to the world, to look different to the world, to carry a different aroma to the world. And so, by way of encouragement, just shortly this morning, as you're watching this, and then afterwards, we're going to get really practical. I just want to read for us a few verses about thankfulness. Verses to encourage us, verses to inspire us, verses hopefully to release just a fragrance of thankfulness upon us. I've already read First Thessalonians, which says we should be thankful in all circumstances. Colossians 4, chapter, uh, Colossians chapter 4, verse 2, echoes the same thought. Continue steadfastly in prayer beyond Monday night, being watchful in it, being watchful in our prayer with thanksgiving. In both of these verses, we see thanksgiving and prayer tied together. Obviously, not only on Monday nights, but every time we pray. Make sure that the root, the very start of your prayer, the place from which you are praying in your heart, is a place of thanksgiving. It's His will. It's the first point. The second point is that it is a key to His peace. Philippians chapter 4. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say rejoice. Let your reasonableness be known to everyone, because the Lord is at hand. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. We shouldn't have to worry about anything. We shouldn't be anxious about anything. All of those things, those cares that weigh us down, we bring them before the Lord. But not only do we bring them before the Lord in complaining, we don't bring them before the Lord in uh, being upset at the ways of the world and just the difficulty that we are going through, as difficult as life often is. We bring them before the Lord with thanksgiving. With thanksgiving, in a moment I'm going to give us some clues, some tips. For some of us, thanksgiving is really hard. We don't know where to start with our thanksgiving. I will give us some ideas and some pointers around how to get started with that. In a moment. The same theme is echoed here once again in Colossians chapter 3. And let the peace that comes from Christ rule your hearts. For as members of one body, you are called to live in peace. And always be thankful. Here once again we have thankfulness tied to being in the peace of God. Verse 16. Let the message about Christ in all its richness fill your lives. Teach and counsel each other with all the wisdom he gives. Sing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs to God with thankful hearts. And whatever you do or say, do it as a representative of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks through him to God the Father. Whatever you say, Whatever you do, do it firstly as a representative. And what does it look like when we are representatives of God? Well, central to all of that, this text clearly says that we must give thanks through Him to God the Father. 
How regularly do you stop and take time to give thanks? I wasn't aware, I was, as I was preparing this, I only realized this morning, as I'm recording now, this morning as I was speaking to my brother in the, UK, in the US, that it's Thanksgiving next weekend. They have a national park weekend dedicated to taking time and giving thanks. We shouldn't only do it one weekend a year. That is such a healthy thing to regularly stop and give thanks. To have a journal where you pray, where you share with God, where you write the things that God is sharing with you. And in a journal where you're deliberate about giving thanks. Taking time with the people in your lives to on a daily and weekly basis to look back and to give thanks, to create a culture, a character of thankfulness. See, godliness is not about what we do. Godliness is about who we are. It's not about our actions. It's about our character. And as we grow in godliness, like that six-year-old girl who says, when I'm big, I want to be like God. As we grow in our characters, we have to be deliberate about it. It's amazing to stop and to create, to cultivate that character of thankfulness. In Psalm chapter 95 one of the things that even on Monday nights that we were really praying for, that we are trusting God for as a church, is just for an outpouring of His presence over our lives. Obviously an outpouring of His presence in our gatherings as we come together, but an outpouring of His presence everywhere we are. Everywhere you go and I go, everywhere where two or three of us gather, He promised His presence would be there. But there is a key to accessing His presence. Psalm 95 verse 2 says, Let us come into His presence with thanksgiving. Let us make a joyful noise to Him with songs of praise. Psalm 100, the same thought once again. Enter His gates with thanksgiving. Go into His courts with praise. Give thanks to Him and praise His name. One of the ways I believe in which we Invite, if you will, God's presence into our lives. One of the ways in which we enter into His presence, we become carriers of His presence. One of the ways in which we experience His presence on a day-to-day basis is by cultivating a lifestyle of thankfulness. Being thankful in all things, as that first text said. Being thankful in all circumstances. I remember many years ago I was preaching and I used this example to the students. I said, Next time you have a flat tire in your car. You know you can stop and you can be upset because you have a flat tire in your car. And students would relate to this. Because the alternative is to thank God that you have a car which can have a flat tire. It's one thing to be upset that my car has a flat tire. It's another thing to realize me having a car is something to be thankful for. God, thank you that I can have a car which can have a flat tire. God, thank you that I can have a cell phone which I can drop so that the screen can break. God, thank you that I can have friends with whom I can get upset and angry. God, thank you that I can have finances which I still struggle to manage well. Just an approach of starting off with thankfulness. Yes, my finances I need to manage well. Yes, it breaks my heart when I drop my screen and, you know, our mobile devices, which have become so central to our lives, sadly. We need it, many of us, just practically for day-to-day living and so many other tasks we need to do. But do we start by complaining? Oh, God, thank you that I had an opportunity to break my phone. Thank you that I had a car which was able to get a flat tire. 
Not every student, very few students have cars. When we do have that car, let us be thankful. Let us be thankful for everything that God places into our lives, even at the face of it when it doesn't seem to be going well. And then lastly, around thankfulness this morning, is it is a way of life. Ephesians chapter 5 tells us, be careful how you live. As believers, as Christians, we should not live the way of the world. Be careful how you live. Don't live like fools, but like those who are wise. And then he gives us an illustration, a couple of illustrations of what wise living looks like. Make the most of every opportunity in these evil days. Don't act thoughtlessly, but understand what the Lord wants you to do. Then you know God wants you to know His will for your life. He wants you to know what He wants you to do. It's not a mystery that you cannot discover. You can hear the voice of God and you can know God's will for your life. Don't be drunk with wine because that will ruin your life. Instead, be full of the Holy Spirit. If I can interject and put my own paraphrase in there, if drunk with wine will ruin your life, instead be full with the Spirit, that will make your life. How are we full of the Spirit? Well, what does it look like? We're singing songs and hymns and spiritual songs among ourselves, and we're making music to the Lord in your hearts and give thanks forever to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Part of living a wise life, part of our Christian living is a life that is full with thankfulness. And so as we close, four areas, four ways in which you can start being thankful. As we close, I want to invite you, if you're watching this with somebody, if you're in a group, if you have a family member or a friend with you that you're watching this with, to, as we end today, to stop and take a few moments and just be deliberate in your thankfulness. Think of a few things that you want to choose to be thankful for. If you do not have someone watching this with you, if you're able to pick up the telephone, share with someone, reach out to us on the bottom of this, um, at the bottom of this YouTube video clip, you will see there is a link that you can click on in the description. And there you can send your details. We would love to pray with you, phone you, contact you, hear what you are thankful about. Please do share those with us. But here are four things that you, and four ways in which you can start being deliberate in your thankfulness. Firstly, be thankful for God's presence. If you are a follower of Jesus, He said, Jesus, He says, Lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. If you are a follower of Jesus, even if it doesn't feel like it right now, God's presence is with you. Thank Him for that. Develop a culture, a lifestyle of saying, God, thank you for your presence. God, right now I don't see your presence, but I know your presence is here with me. And as you begin to be thankful for it, you'll begin to see it. Thank Him for His material blessings. We hopefully do that regularly when we eat. My daughter loves doing that. Every time we pray, she always forget to pray for the food. But she kind of has one eye open and she goes down the list. She says, God, thank you for mommy. Thank you for daddy. Thank you for my sister. Thank you for my other sister. And she always finishes it. Thank you for me. She's thankful. And then we have to remind her, thank you for the food. Hopefully we have a culture of doing that in our lives, of just stopping and being thankful for our food. 
But perhaps if you do have a car, as we were saying earlier, that's a privilege, that's a gift. Perhaps start by every morning when you drive your car, God, thank you for the car, thank you for this garage that I can drive out of, thank you for this bed that I can sleep in tonight, thank you for the material blessings, everything that I am able to receive day to day. Thank God for that. Every time you get a paycheck, Jesus, thank you. Thank God for the people in your life. It is so easy, so amazing how easy it is for us to take for granted the people that God has given us. The people that love us, the people that we sometimes get frustrated with. And once again, we can complain about those people. Or we can start by being thankful. Being givers of thanks in the midst of the society of complainers. To be thankful for the presence of God. We can be thankful for His material blessings. We can be thankful for the people He has given us. And then lastly, we can regularly and deliberately be thankful for our salvation. Thankful that He has saved us. Thankful that He has taken us from a kingdom of darkness to a kingdom of light. Thankful that He has washed our sins away. It is something which is so easy to just forget and move on, but every day to remember that Jesus Christ has saved my soul, that were it not for the cross of Christ, I would be destined for eternal damnation and separation from God. But because of the cross of Christ, I am destined for life with God in eternity. What a beautiful thought. And if there's anything to be thankful for, we can definitely, most assuredly, start there. Thank you, Jesus, for my salvation. Perhaps you're watching this video and you have not yet had that moment where you can say thank you, thank you to Jesus for your salvation, for your sin being washed away. If that is you, please do reach out to us once again at the bottom in the description. We would love to pray with you, to contact you, to share with you this moment that you can eternally be thankful for, of God washing away your sin, of renewing and redeeming your life. There is no greater gift than the gift of knowing Jesus. We would love to help you grow in your relationship with Him. Let us pray together. Jesus, thank you. We have so much to be thankful for. Lord, in a weird way this day, Lord, we simply want to say thank you that we are able to say thank you. There is so much to be thankful for, Lord God. Thank you for your presence, which right here in this moment is speaking and ministering to us. Thank you for all of the abundant blessings, God, that you pour into our lives. Lord. Just so much material goodness, God. Even if we think we are poor, there's so much that you've given us, Lord. Thank you. Thank you for the people, God. The amazing people that you've given us. And we don't always necessarily... Realize how amazing they are, but thank you for them, God, they are gifts from your hand, Lord. And Lord, thank you most of all for your gift of salvation. Thank you that you came so that we may have life and life in abundance. Thank you. God, I pray that as we say thank you, as we continue to say thank you, God, that we would just press deeper into your presence, that we would grow in the peace of Jesus Christ upon our lives, Lord God. And that we may every day grow to be more like you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you so much for spending this time with us. If you haven't yet, please do subscribe 
on this link right here. We'd love to have you part of our YouTube channel and we can keep you up to date every time we upload a new video. God bless you. Have a phenomenal week. And before you go away, spend some time being there. Thanks for listening to this message from Shofar Christian Church. We believe that you enjoyed your time with us, establishing God's kingdom and His glory in your life. For more info, call us on 012-362-1363. Email us, pretoria at shofaronline.org. Browse our website, www.shofaronline.org. Or like us on facebook.com forward slash shofarpretoria. Pretoria.